You're listening to the Small Business Talk podcast with Kathy Smith. Small Business Talk is a podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs who want a better way to run their businesses without spending years doing it the hard way. Small Business Talk is hosted by Kathy Smith, who has run the same marketing agency for more than 17 years and helped hundreds of business owners achieve their marketing goals. Welcome to Small Business Talk, episode 140. And today, my guest is Joey. Welcome, Joey. Love you to introduce yourself. Absolutely, Kathy. Great to be here with you. My name is Joey Drolshagen. So I'm a professional coach. I help people to really take their business to the next level and do it with ease. So instead of being a big struggle and things like that, to really just open up avenues to allow business to flow and grow and do, like I said, just do it with ease and and really just kind of move into enjoying the whole entrepreneurial spirit. What a wonderful job. So today we're going to be talking about how to run a lucrative business without sacrificing life balance. So what is life balance, Joe? So you have so often is where people trade off their family. They trade off their their time of things that are important to them to do all in the name of building a business, right? It's very well known in the entrepreneurial world that to be an entrepreneur, you have to put everything else aside for so long and go and build what you're going to build and then come back to it. And that just isn't true, Kathy. That sounds like a great idea of what not to do because, yeah, we don't want to be sacrificing absolutely everything and then finding at the end we may have a big business, but we don't have a family, we don't have a life, and we probably don't have our health either. That's what I tell a lot of people is, you know, you could trade off your health and your family and everything else for money to build a business. But then once you get the money, if you're on an iron lung or you have nobody to share it with, or you don't have things to even do that you love doing in your life, what's the use of having money? And so what I, where I specialize is I've created a system over the past two decades called SMT, Subconscious Mindset Training. And it really is taking the laws of the universe. It's taking all of that different stuff, but going inwardly and taking care of the underlying conditions that blocks us. But when people are not achieving what they want to achieve with ease, they're doing something to block that. No matter what, they're doing something to block that. It could be their patterns, paradigms, their past conditioning that's stepping up there and, and halting that for them. And once you clear that out of the way, I'll give you, for instance, I just started working with a new client about three weeks ago. Two weeks ago, he added $40,000 month over month to his revenue, to his monthly revenue. Last week, he added another $60,000 every month that's duplicate. Now it's up to $100,000 a month. And it happened with ease. I have real estate people right now. I work with a lot of real estate agents. And right now we're seeing the end of the season coming up, but they're actually getting busier and they're getting more leads coming into them and such. If we're not doing things to let it flow, then we're doing things to block it. It can't be both. It's one or the other. And that's what so many people get stuck in and they just don't know they're even doing it. Yes, that that is so true, isn't it? Yeah, people don't realize it may be a pattern from the past or it, it may be just something that they've got really focused on something else and forgotten to do the basics. So yeah, absolutely. I don't know if the real estate industry is the same over there, but here in Australia, people just can't get stock there's more buyers and sellers at the moment. So we're heading up towards our summer, which should be our high season, but it's been high all the way through. So um, yeah, yeah. it's been the same year. Stock is a major issue. 
Okay. Can you give our listeners a couple of tips on maybe how to recognize that they have a block? Yeah. I mean, one of the first things is looking at really, really just taking a minute. It doesn't take like, you know, months and months and months, but really just taking a minute and looking at what's not going smooth. What's not just flowing, you know, kind of like one of the things I described this, it's kind of like going, you know, I love kayaking, right? So I love getting on a river and just like stroke here, stroke here, and just let the current carry me down. That's one way of being. So often people will get in a kayak like they had a business, so to speak, and they'll get in, they'll go up river and they'll try to roll their butts off and, and just roll like crazy going up river, you know, getting more speed, more momentum. And one of the first things to look at is where are you over putting in effort? Where are you going into too much effort trying to make it happen versus going with the flow? When you understand what that is to stop that and impede on it for a moment, you know, it, it really goes back, Kathy, to, to we're human beings, not human doings. <laughs> but we're so often taught to live as human doings, right? That we have to do it. We have to make it happen. We have to take massive actions. We have to all of that stuff, which I say is all garbage. The harder we work to make things happen, the further away from us we push them. So the first thing I would say is look at where are you in a flow and where are you not in a flow? It's not a judgment. It's just an understanding. It's, it's, it's doing an inventory of your business. I love that because sometimes we, we have things that we know we need to do and we push so hard. So some of those things, we're far better off outsourcing them or bringing in a contractor to help us with that. Things like bookkeeping, for instance, that's one of my really bad things I have to push against. So I bought in a bookkeeper and she's so much more efficient at it than I am. This gentleman I was talking about, I just started working with a few weeks ago, who's added now $100,000 already in revenue. And he's like a $1.5 million a year business. So I mean, adding $100,000 that quickly, is that's a pretty big spring. He had been trying to do it for months, almost like eight months on his own prior. And he had all these action lists and he had all these to-dos and he had all these things he was getting up and doing every single day. None of them led to this. This came at a time when I had him calm down. And just get into the flow and not to stop trying to make it happen. And all of a sudden this showed up and this showed up. And that's exactly what happens when we get into that flow place. Great. So if people think they're out of flow, what would you suggest that they start looking at to maybe turn that around? Yeah. And again, the first thing, like I already said, was just notice that it's happening. Notice that you're trying hard. If you're trying really hard, you're doing something wrong. And so with that, now, everybody I work with, I start with a vision. I think you and I talked about that before. I start everybody with a, creating a dynamic vision of what it is they'd love to be, do, have, you know, experience in their life. And so go back to that vision. Start out with getting a vision of what does this business look like? Not just how much money you're going to make. That's important, obviously, so that you can have the impact you want to have. But what's it like to run the business? What's it like to be involved in the business? What's it like for that business to just flow and be fun? I mean, God forbid we do something we love to do and have fun with it, right? <laughs> That'd be absolutely the dream for most business owners because we spend so much time in our business. Why are we doing it if it's not fun? And it's so achievable to do it with fun and to do it with flow and to let it surprise and delight us and be exciting and opportunities show up and celebrate them and things like that. So it's really getting into that. What, what is the mindset? What do you want it to look like? When you have the whole thing where you slow down a little bit, where somebody slows down 
and they get into the flow. And then they go come about it based on having what does that look like for them that would be exciting for them? Can you see how all of a sudden now you have so much more power going into it? Yes, absolutely. And I love the analogy that says a bow has to be pulled backwards before it can hit velocity. Yeah, I like that a lot. So sometimes going backwards is not actually a backward step. It's just priming you ready so that you can go forwards faster. That would be the third thing I would tell people is stay away from judgment. So often we want to use judgment if we're going forward or we're going backward, if we're this, if we're that, if we're working hard enough or not working hard enough, if we're focused, if we're not focused, you know, if you stay away from all of that, I'm just going to say it crap and just really focus on leaning into what feels good. That's how I help people build multi-million dollar businesses. That's how I help people step away from corporate jobs that they can't stand anymore and step out into doing what they want and to do so in months. That's how I'm able to help people in real estate to experience their greatest year in 18 years of real estate, you know, while they take five weeks vacation in that same year. That's how those things happen is we stay away from judgment and it's just really getting into that flow of feeling good. I've done a lot of studies. I put in a lot of effort for a lot of years on massive actions, right? If you want something in life, you got to take massive actions into it. And I massive action myself almost to where I didn't even want to do what I'm doing now of exhaustion. And how many people experience that, Kathy? I certainly do. Today, I live on inspired actions. Today, I take actions that feel good that you can put in this much effort and get huge results out of rather than putting in massive efforts and getting nothing out of it except exhaustion and burnout. Yep, most definitely. People end up being the hamster. They're running around and around and around in circles and they're not actually achieving anything or moving forward. Yeah. And some people think if they do that long enough and go fast enough for far enough that they'll end up where they want to be, but they never, ever will. No, they just go faster you know, in the same spot. One of the things I offer people is a 10-minute conversation where I'll get on the phone, they can schedule it with me, I get on the offer it to your audience as well, but they can schedule a 10-minute call with me, you know? And for a while, it'd be like, okay, somebody call and, and get something and then somebody, could, you know, but it's like, what's it costing you not to have a 10-minute call? I mean, you have somebody here who's a master at doing this, who's helped hundreds of people truly change their life and create business with ease and enjoyment. You know, what are you missing by not taking up somebody up on that 10 minute call? That's the other point I want to bring out tonight is there's avenues available, but if we don't ever step into them, we never get the benefits of them. And we get so stuck in thinking we know what we have to do and we know how to do it. And our friends and our family and all these people are telling us what we have to do and we follow that. And then when avenues are showing up like that, we're just letting them pass us by. That's what I mean about when we get into the flow of that and look into it. I mean, how long does a 10-minute call take if it can truly change around your business? You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes we get so entrenched in our businesses that we can't actually see the forest for the trees. And the people around us, they're also entrenched in it as well to a certain degree, whether they're working in the business or not, because you're always speaking about it. You're always talking about different things that are happening. So having that outside perspective and somebody that can look from a higher height and like you say, who's had experience doing other things can make such a difference for such a small investment. Absolutely. And, you know, I did a Mythbuster earlier this year in January on entrepreneurs. And the, the number one myth that I broke was the fact of talking to your friends and your family and everything else before you step out into entrepreneurship. And it's like, why talk to people who have not done it? Why talk to people who are stuck in jobs they can't stand and living in that, you know, in, in, on that hamster wheel? Why not talk to somebody who's doing it? 
who's been there, who's been through the challenges, who knows what you're going to come up against. Why not talk to people like that rather than go back to our safety net? Our safety net isn't going to get us there. The same thing, honestly, if I was going to go off a little bit, I'd go off on about universities and stuff is we, our kids spend all this money going for these college degrees and everything. And you can get such a better education working with somebody who's been through where you want to get to than you can out of a textbook. Yes, absolutely. And I guess the things with a lot of textbooks is how long ago were they written by lecturers who may have done exceptionally well in the past, but now are institutionalized. I always like the lecturers that have a a side gig in that same interest so that they're actually still involved in the real world of what's happening and going on there. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, I have worked, I've taken that, you know, I have my college degree, so I'm not knocking it at all, but I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on a college degree and worked with, you know, physics and this and that and all these other areas of people who couldn't tell me how to do any of the stuff I'm doing. Yep. They would no help whatsoever in launching this and getting to live this life and build this business and help other people build businesses and such is people who have stepped out like I have and have gained that insight, understanding, gotten the coaching and the mentorship and things like that and learned their pathway. Yes, definitely. And things have changed so much since when we set up colleges and universities that some of them have adapted and some of them haven't. And I guess the Mm -hmm. other big thing is that generally the, the main issue is ourselves. And most college degrees don't look anything into mindset or working on yourself Because it doesn't matter how much you push. If you say you can't, you can't. You're absolutely right. It's really set up and it's not anybody, nobody set it up this way, but it's set up to produce robots in the the repatterning, the way, same way of thinking over and over and over and over again is really what it's set up. And people, like I said, anybody that's stuck, you know, I've given some points here as far as what people can do and stuff. Anybody that's stuck and they're not experiencing what they want, what they want, the way they want to experience it. All they have to do is look at that and that alone can bring about change. But if you're stuck in that pattern and so often, Kathy, like you said, people don't realize that they're even stuck in that pattern of way of thinking. Having that conversation like that with me, with you, with somebody can actually help somebody notice that so they can experience something different. And isn't that really what it's all about? Yes, absolutely. I was listening to a TED talk the other day and I can't quite remember who it was, but it was a gentleman who was a surgeon. And he's very high up in his medical area, works a lot with delivering babies. And he set up a a foundation in India and they had two sets of test subjects. And what they did with one of the, I think it was two different hospitals, one of the hospitals, they brought in mentoring and they had a checklist and they helped all of these nurses and doctors about how to deliver the babies. On the other one, they just gave them the checklist and didn't give them any mentoring. And the problems that were happening in those hospitals and the birth rates was just incredible with the one that was mentored. And what he said, the difference is that people stop learning. So they've they've done their degrees, they've got their skills, but over the years, they need to continue to learn. And he's obviously now doing medical coaching. And he said the difference Mm. is just amazing because people just didn't realize that they'd now dropped into a couple of bad habits or they weren't following that one thing that was the critical. And by having somebody just helping them and watching what they're doing, that their techniques and their skills just elevated so much. You know, there's a quote by Wallace Waddles I love. He said, thinking is the hardest work in the world. That's why most people don't do it. 
And I always kind of chuckle at that. But if you think about that, Kathy, if you think about people who live in fear, doubt, and worry, if you think about people who are living in that same hamster wheel or they're living in that same struggle over and over and over, how, how can they be a thinking person living that way? Like, how would a thinking person go to a job they can't stand or to have a business that they throw everything else away for to try and build and do everything they can and exhaust themselves and everything else? Like, that's not a thinking person. No. You know, and, and, and all we need to shift that really, it's so easy. It's knowledge. That's what shifts it. When we get some insight, these things I've talked about here today, if you look at your business and it's like, man, I'm really pushing hard here. That's knowledge right there. That can be used to help you turn on that thinking to make it easier for you to achieve with you know, less effort and things like that. But you're absolutely right. I'm, I love that you said that because we're either thinking or we're not. Yes, very true. And sometimes we're afraid of thinking because it does hurt and it's too hard. Well, and, and really what that is really honestly is just ignorance. And, and when I say ignorance, I don't mean anything disrespectful. I'm saying lack of knowledge. When we run into something like that, that, that seems really hard, it, it's just because we don't know it yet. But if we spend a little bit of time there, we can over, we overcome those ignorance points and things like that. And all of a sudden they become like the, the next springboard for us into what we move forward into. Yes. And I love that. And I think sometimes we just try to headlong into it. And sometimes it's just a case of going around rather than through. Absolutely. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many ways of, of going. Now, one of the things I found is going through anything. So often I would come up against something. It would seem like it was like a cement wall thickness, right? And it was so high, I couldn't get over it. It was so wide, I couldn't get around. But when I went through it, it was really paper thin. And how often do we find that? I was just reading something. When we get done here tonight, I'm going to do a video. And it's all on like how many years, how much of our life fear can steal from us and how easy that can happen. And with that, our fears seem so big and so real like this inferno. But when we go through them, they're paper thin most of the time. Yep. It's like those noises at the night. You absolutely wake up petrified. And then you realize it's just your refrigerator going off and everything's all cool and it's all gone. But until you realize what that noise is, it becomes that false evidence appearing real. Absolutely. And that's exactly when I said that about it's ignorance, right? Because you start out, you don't know what it is. You just hear this noise. It wakes you up. It, it rattles you into that knowledge base of understanding what it is. And all of a sudden with that quick transition there, all of a sudden everything is back at plateau. Absolutely. So in summing up, what would be your final tip for our audience? I would tell anybody, Kathy, if you're not experiencing the business the way you want to experience it, if you're not seeing the flow of it happening, if you're not having things showing up for you, you're doing something to block it. I don't know what that is right here on the phone and stuff. I know a lot of things people do to block them, but anybody can go to coachwithjoey.com and schedule a free 10-minute call with me. And we get on there and the whole thing is really geared very specifically, very quickly to go in there. What's going on? Where's it happening? And what can you do to shift it so that they can move forward and start opening up that possibility of things happening easier for them? Fantastic. And that's the best way to contact you is coach at joey.com. Coachwithjoey.com. Yes. Coachwithjoey.com. Joey.com. Yep. Excellent. Okay. And at this stage of the podcast, we're up to our final five. Are you game for five questions? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I am. <laughs> what is the best advice given to you by a mentor? To continue seeking. Nice. That really ties into what we've been talking about. Perfect. Yes. What is the biggest help you have received since starting your business? 
learning to look at my underlying conditioning and where my stops are truly coming from. Lovely. What is the one thing you have to do every day? You're non-negotiable. Great. Excellent. What is your favorite business book and why? Oh, boy. Right now, uh, The Power of Awareness by Goddard. What is the one thing you wish you had known when you started out? It could have been so much easier. Fantastic. And by having a look at those blocks and underlying the things that you're pushing against, hopefully it'll be much easier for our audience. Absolutely. Absolutely, Kelly. It's always great talking to you. Fantastic. So is there anything that we should have mentioned that we haven't? I think we covered everything just really, like like I said, just lean into what feels good. If more people would lean into what feels good, life, the life would get so stupendous by doing so. Fantastic. Well, really appreciate your wisdom and your time, Joey. And uh, for the audience, we have had to do this a second time. We had a, a minor glip. <laughs> so uh, really appreciate you coming back so that the audience can hear you. I really enjoyed it, Kathy. Thank you very much. Honor being here with you. Excellent. Thank you so much, Joey. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to Small Business Talk podcast and head on over to smallbusinesstalk.com.au forward slash downloads for all the show notes and links to this episode. Remember, to be great, you must start. Pick one tip from today's episode, take action and implement it. Let's meet again next week at the same time and place. Until then, take action. And SBT community, enjoy your journey.